0: hi everyone welcome to the nft outer space podcast we are a group of three nft creators with a mission to spread the word about nfts and educate the community about all crypto art subjects we aim to host a place where we highlight and have left the work of amazing people in the space
1: these chats happens live via twitter spaces we record them and we convert them into this podcast to the benefit of anyone who wants to refer to the content at a later time.
2: We hope you enjoy the conversation and have as much fun as we do, and tune in for more podcasts from our Outer Space series.
0: Hola a todos. Bienvenidos al podcast de NFT Outer Space. Somos un grupo de tres creadores de NFT con la misión de educar a la comunidad de manera orgánica, sobre todos los temas relacionados con criptoarte. Nuestro objetivo es crear un lugar donde resaltamos y elevamos el trabajo de personas increíbles en el espacio.
1: Estos chats ocurren en vivo a través de Twitter Spaces. Los grabamos y los convertimos en este podcast para beneficio de quien quiera referirse al contenido posteriormente.
2: Esperamos que disfruten de la conversación y se diviertan tanto como nosotros y sintonicen más episodios De nuestra serie NFT Outer Space.
1: Gabriel, uh, as part of this project with Diana and Jimena, we want to ask you if it's possible to record it and then upload it as a podcast so we can share the experience and the wisdom that has been
3: uh, heard here.
1: If you're okay with it.
3: I love the idea and I love the music you have. <laughs> Just having the moon. Azuka.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> let, let me tell you while we set this space uh, Gao that when I lived in when I was in in, uh, in my childhood nine years old in in, in, in 89 uh, we lived in a in a very specific region in Colombia uh, and it was just developing and the only radio that I got there was bolero stereo and most of it was... Bolero from all over Latin America and and a lot of uh, son Cubano. So my music, when I grew up eight, nine, ten years old, was mostly Boleros and son Cubano. So this is
3: why I love this music. That is so amazing. You know, I always say that the most beautiful thing that we have in this country is our culture. That is something that no one can take us, not even our government or not even our embargo, or whatever. (laughs) Uh, this no one. we have the culture well yes.
2: I will say that I have to agree 100% the Cuban culture is very close to my heart uh, my mother's Cuban, my grandmother was Cuban so I have deep Cuban roots uh, inside me and uh, when I listen to, to you speak with your accent my accent is not Cuban because I grew up in Latin America and I lived in Uruguay so Unfortunately, or not. I mean, it is what it is. I have more of an Argentinian, Uruguayan accent, but my grandmother was a beautiful Cuban accent. I mean, she was Cuban. So, of course, and it just warms my heart um, to have met so many Cubans in this community because it's um, living here in Toronto. I don't have that much contact so it's um it's wonderful i'm uh, <laughs> i'm so happy i'm so happy that is yeah. so beautiful
1: diana <laughs> thank you
0: Gabriel. so should we just jump in uh i think we have a you know a, a nice group, group of people here so maybe it's time to jump into the conversation if it's okay with Danielle. that's great awesome So, um, yeah, just a quick reset. Hello, everyone joining us. Uh, We uh, scheduled this uh, space kind of last minute, um, and it was a beautiful idea from Danielle to bring uh, Gabriel. Uh, Is it Bianchini or is it Bianchini?
3: We should, you know, it, it should be Bianchini. But it's funny because I'm Cuban, since I grew up, when I was a child, all my friends called me Bianchini, not even Gabriel or Guerra or whatever. No, no, Bianchini. So in Cuba, it's Bianchini, but officially it's Bianchini. So.
0: <laughs> okay, I'm going to say Bianchini, and I'm going to switch to Bianchini, and so we'll just use both, <laughs> but Gabriel, okay, uh, I'm going to set the stage saying I connected with Gabriel many months ago. I'm not sure if it was in March, maybe it was. And I wanna honor our relationship and I wanna say in a very humble way that Gabriel has been and was a mentor for me. Uh, Somebody that inspired me in those early rooms in Clubhouse, somebody I connected with, not only because uh, he speaks Spanish and he's from Cuba, but also because he is a talented, talented photographer. And what it draws me the most to him was his sense of community and his energy and courage and um, perseverance. Um, Helping the, the Cuban community and the Cuban artists to get in the NFT space really early on and lastly uh, you know with all kind of the technical issues that they have in the island um, what really inspired me the most was the uh the way that he he shared how they pushed how a lot of people have to sometimes travel kilometers or miles away to have internet access how um a lot of people don't even have kind of the the access to internet sometimes um, and it's very expensive for Cuban people in Cuba to to get internet and even listen to these conversations and still join in, still show up, still find ways to mean their amazing work. And so I'm very, very honored to have you today, Gabriel. Very, very humble that you are here sharing and sharing your project. And I think it's the least we can do uh, to give you the space today to just promote the shit out of your work, (laughs) of all the projects that you're working on, your photography. Um, And so I do encourage you to chill all of you, uh, you can and want today. Um, And anyways, all in all, my flowers to you, my love, my gratitude. Um, And yeah, with that said, I would love to just for anyone that doesn't really know you in the space uh, here today, I'd love for you to give a quick intro, who you are, where you're from, why photography, what type of photography um, is what inspires you the most, uh, and, and then we can get just the conversation going organically. And before we get started, I just want to let everybody know that... Um, the way that we kind of run these quote-unquote interviews uh, is just very organic. We really don't really have a lot of prepared questions. We just let the conversation happen organically, and we do keep it only open for one hour because of mental health reasons that we truly believe in, and so we talk for about 45 minutes, 50 minutes, and then at the end, uh, we bring you up to uh, ask questions to our guests. And so, again, thanks for everybody listening now. And Gabriel, quick intro, my friend. The space is yours.
3: Thank you so much, Jimena. Your words, it makes me fly through the time. And remember, as you said, all the beginning, the time on Clubhouse, when I find out about NFTs, when I find out about you, about Omar, we did so many rooms together Um, uh, for Spanish people, for people that speak Spanish mostly, but we did uh, many things in those times and uh, we kind of live in uh, the result of all that. Um, so I'm going to do uh, a quick intro. Um, as you say, Gabriel Guerra Bianchini. Bianchini, it's an Italian, my Italian last name because I burned in Cuba. But my mom is from Italy, uh, but she really uh, burned in Switzerland. So I have like three passport, three nationalities. And my father, he's Cuban. He's in fact... Uh, one of the greatest guitarists, classic guitarists in Cuba. And thanks to him and my mom, I had the opportunity to grow, uh, to burn in Cuba and grow up in Cuba, which is something that <laughs> only Cubans can understand what is, what is a life of a child in this country. Because um, a country is difficult. It's difficult to understand. It's difficult to live. But for child, it's, um, it's a whole different universe. It's a universe of freedom and security. So I had that when I was a child. But with 17 years, I quit Cuba. Uh, well, 18 years, I quit Cuba alone to travel to Spain. In fact, I lied all my family. I told them that I was going to see a friend to Spain, to spend a month with him. And the truth is that I didn't have that friend. <laughs> what I wanted to have... Uh, I had a passport, Italian passport, and I I knew that was a a huge advance that Cubans doesn't have, that I can travel. I understood that really young. And with 18 years, I quit my country, I quit my family, and without telling them the truth, and I I went to Spain, and (laughs) I stayed 12 years in Europe. My mom wanted to kill me at the beginning, (laughs) but she understood uh, with the time, and I started with that because um, it was in Spain when i started working in many different works you know just to leave i didn't have studies i stopped my studies but i really oh i also love photography so at the moment i could save some money the first things thing i did was buy my first camera and it's incredible how life uh, works um i wish everyone to have the same that i had that is uh, this kind of life where you don't ask what are you going to be Or what are you going to do when you grow up? You just leave and the answers comes alone. Uh, I found out that photography uh, is my life uh, like an accident. When I got that that camera, I started working and uh, going to concerts because I love music, because my father, I come from a musician family. And these musicians started to call me for the concerts and then their managers and then the festivals. And when I look back, I, I just started working as a photographer without even knowing and that is a gift that is a gift that I thank so much and my life changed completely I spent 12 years in Europe I worked in most of the biggest festivals in France in Italy and in Madrid Spain and after four years living in France that was the last country that I lived because I live in many countries in Europe I find out that I love photography, but I didn't start photography just to shoot uh, musicians. So at that moment, inside of me, there was something growing that I call fine art. I was, I had so many ideas that I used to write in a paper, and these ideas. Uh, when <laughs> one day I look at my little notebook, and I saw that I had too many ideas, and all of them have had ingredients from Cuba. So,
0: is it jasmine? or we lost no. them no we lost, we lost at te perdimos gabriel
1: this, this is an amazing conversation uh, i admire gabriel since the beginning um i, I remember those initial rooms when there were were much people 12 there gabriel just let us know when you're back but uh, i remember when we were just 12 people in, in a clubhouse room Jimena, Diana, Omar, Gabriel there uh, up to this point where we can fill up a room with hundreds of people uh, wanting to, to learn from art, wanting to learn how to get across and, or transition from traditional art. And the way I saw Gabriel and, and, and yourself, Diana, uh, this is when I discovered that photography had a space on this immense and universal crypto art market let we have him back we have him back
2: remember this is rock, rock radio right <laughs> yeah exactly and i'm so inspired by everything that uh that gabriel's been talking about till now i mean wow what a story so this was like the intermission and now we get to continue
1: i'm sorry
3: yeah, don't worry. <laughs> Guys, if, if I don't rock, everyone rocks in the student spaces. But if I don't rock from Cuba, it's because I'm not in Cuba. So I'm really exactly. in Cuba.
0: <laughs> I tell you, the, the last idea I heard was that you were taking pictures of concerts and musicians, uh, but you were taking notes. And I'm not sure if I understood that you were writing in a newspaper or maybe just in a notebook. I'm not sure. Maybe you clarify that, and then you said that suddenly you got this kind of expansion uh, of wanting to kind of uh, just move into into something else. So that is the last idea that I heard, or I think that we all heard. And so if you want to uh, take it from there, or if you want us to just take a quick break and ask your questions, that's also fine. But I would love for you to continue uh, telling. And yeah, I know that uh, the rogging is gonna happen and you are totally right. If you weren't in Cuba, uh, you know, that would, then, then we'll know you will be lying to us. So go ahead, Gabriel, the space is oh, yours.
3: <laughs> just, yeah, just to clarify, I used to work uh, for, the, for the Marie de Toulouse, uh, which is uh, like uh, the government in France. And I was lucky enough because I arrived to France. Uh, I stayed there for years and just in three years I could uh, work uh, officially for all these festivals. But when I, I, what I was writing in the note, my notes, not a, a newspaper, is um, ideas that I have uh, for photography. And I find out that these ideas were really uh, ut- ut- utopia, really uh, you know surrealistic images and all the ingredients that i saw in my notes were from cuba that's why i decided after 12 years and four years in, in france to quit europe to come back to cuba to make all these ideas true so when i came back to cuba it was exactly what i did i arrived to cuba in 2014 and nobody knows me here of course uh, i i didn't live here so i started to develop this uh this photography which is more fine art photography and it's incredible what happened later it just in, in just three years I did things that I never imagined that I could do and I kind of um I think I kind of push uh some limits in the photography in Cuba um because uh photography in Cuba is like well known in the world because black and white and because the revolution like Corda, Corrales, those great photographers, Cuban photographers that uh, uh, shoot all the process of the revolution. So that is the photography that that is well known in the world. So people cannot imagine that we in Cuba can create also color, can create also uh, fashion photography or fine art photography. So I really push something different, these surrealistic images, which got uh, an amazing success in, in 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 Cuba in general. Um, that opened me the doors to create, I don't know, like for example, the first open air uh, exhibition uh, in the Cathedral Square, which is the square, the most visited square in the island. Uh, it's a heritage of the humanity, uh, this place, and it was not easy, but I, I again, I pushed the limits. I, I I really find a way to do this exhibition without, uh, without opening a uh, through uh in any of of all that buildings and well just at the end uh, i reached things that i never imagined that i could reach in cuba and that makes me so happy this this is where i really started to do photography not i don't erase my years in europe because it was there but uh what i could do here in cuba was speak my own language and take out all those ideas and put it to the world and it's been amazing travel and just going to 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 finish that part is just I, uh, like, for example, the isolated island collection uh, which has traveled the world, is part of a permanent collection in museum in, in Switzerland. It's been in New York, it's been in my in Milan, it's been in many places, but not only that, I, I managed to do uh, another exhibitions. and yeah, I'm just I'm just this kind of person that all that happens to me, it happened. I'm gonna say for accident. But it's not for accident, it happened to me because I really don't stop working. I really don't stop dreaming. And I really think that through art, we can change so many things in the island, so many things. And my dream is that giving something big to the island, we need freedom here, we need uh, dreams, we need um, hope, hope, a lot of hope because life in Cuba is not easy. And I I try to bring that hope to all the Cubans through my work. Gabriel,
1: um, we do our research here <laughs> and I can see you're a Virgo and that makes sense because you have attention to detail and one can see the perfection in your fine art photography. But I want to get essential with you and learn more about two, two collections, two works. Havana Humana, which I can see the human element on it, and one that I personally love is maybe they can see us now, which I guess I'm seeing it's animal streets, right? Can you, what can you tell us about it? Both those, those both
3: collections? Uh, Avan Humana, it was an experiment, something that I needed to leave because um, I usually doesn't work with, uh, I doesn't usually do a lot of portraits. Uh, I doesn't even work in studios. I do a lot of uh, photography in the streets and I never planned the the, the light. I use natural light, everything. So uh, this um Havana Humana is kind of a, an experiment of this big project burned in New York called Humans of New York. It's almost the same concept, but in Cuba. This project, I did it for like two months only, and I really wanted to keep going with it. But my projects went, take, took me to another way. but I'm happy I did that one because the experience of listening to the stories of all these people in the street was incredible. In fact, when I published that uh, series for the first time, I got a lot of calls from uh, press. Uh, most most of them from Spain, like uh, the Travel Traveler magazine from Condonast. Uh They loved this project and they really did amazing work um, exposing it to the world. And it's it's a work that I think everything we do gives us something that we're going to use in the future too. So this project probably gave me a lot of tools to understand how to work with people and to understand how, to, how important are those stories of those people that we are shooting. That is kind of a, it's a travel. It's like a gift that they give us. It's the most beautiful gift that we can have behind a photography so yeah i love that series so much and the other one you told me um maybe they can see us now it was also an experiment it's not a project i can say it's not a project that i love too much in, in my body of work but i love what it brings to cuba i explained you in cuba we have been for many years fighting to have an animal protection law we don't have animal protection law. In Cuba, I used to see, I see, I still see, people that can damage or do things, bad things to animals and nobody can do anything. And that really hurts my heart and my mom's heart. I lost my mom two years ago and I was happy to create this series before she died. Um, Okay, and she, okay. So we needed we needed we needed a law in Cuba. We have been fighting for that a long time. So when I thought about these animals and I imagined them giants on the city, the idea and the message was so, so clear that I went to the street and I shoot so many animals that live in the street that are, uh, you know, it's difficult to see them. And I put a giant on Photoshop and I did like three, four first images I didn't really like it completely, but when I showed it to my mom, she loved it. She loved it. And that was enough for me. When I sent it to my best friend, he didn't like it either. <laughs> he told me not to publish that. <laughs> but I, I was thinking, the message is so strong and is so necessary in Cuba that I did. I did like four more, four more images and I published the, the project in my Facebook uh, what I can say is when I published that, something crazy happened. It became viral in like some hours. I started receiving calls, beautiful calls from many places in the world. Like from Puerto Rico, I got called from Dominicana. I got called from Mexico. It was amazing to see the answer around the world, not only in Cuba. And well, in Cuba, yeah, I received some <laughs> calls to you from the security of the state from the government, which were not happy calls, of course. They were calling me to understand why I did that and asking me if someone from the US asked me to do that. It was crazy. I'm gonna try to be short on that. Uh, The project got an amazing success in Miami. Some TV, uh, NBC came to Cuba and did um, a a reportage about this project and it became viral in the US too, mostly in Miami. And I'm happy because the project Push many uh, barriers in Cuba. Um, I can tell you now that we happily have finally a law for protect the animals. It was approved on February. I don't remember if, if it was this year or last year, but it was approved. I don't maybe some months after the um, the project was launched. And what I can say from the part of the government is that I spent three months having visits in my house from the the security of the government um they just they just made my life uh <laughs> i don't know they called me at 1 a.m and they were like okay we are in the door of your house please open the door and i had to open the door and they came in you know i'm gonna tell you the truth they they it was kind of difficult to move with that but i was also confident about my message and all the meetings that i have with the the government were like why are you trying to understand who asked me for this job? Why don't you legalize the protection of the animals? This is what you have to do. This is your work. You, your work is not coming to an artist's home asking why I did this work. I did it because it's, it is necessary. So at the end, everything is okay. Everything is good. I never uh, exhibited this uh, um, sorry this exhi- uh, project in Cuba, but I, I was invited to Dominicana. To create a similar project for a big um, uh, a big uh, protector of animals there, so I'm happy wa- doing works for for the rights of humans, animals and everything I- I'm happy when your work is also there to defend the rights of things that we need to, to change that's it
2: that's uh, that's really incredible and it just speaks to the power of images how uh, you know the message that our images can can show, and then the power they have to change to change the world and to change things the way the way things are. So that's really incredible, and I can just imagine that what it must have felt like to have been visited um, by the the Cuban security. But but knowing you know that um, I mean I'm glad everything ended up okay with that, and you you created this incredible change and um, and a memory of for your mother as well. So it's a very, very touching. And uh, the, again, the power of images is just, uh, there are no words for what they can achieve. And we've seen that uh, you know, throughout history and, and congratulations on that.
3: Thank you, Diana. There is something that I need to say. I, I, I They didn't legalize uh, the protection of the animals because the Siri, of course. <laughs> I have to think, and I, I used to say that a lot during the interviews when when I published all that, is that there are people that have been really, really fighting a lot for this to happen. And I just gave them uh, something um, like for art that they can use in their fight. And they use it, in fact. In fact, also I received a lot of calls from these people that have been fighting for all those years and they invited me to the meetings with the government uh, uh when they wanted to reach these uh, these goals but i have to say because it is really important to say that this was um we we got this law thanks to them thanks to their work for people that really take the time for fight these kind of rights i just give them something that it was necessary to but um i really thank them thank them for for their time and for the passion to for for the animals you know this is really important
2: yeah, no, totally a hundred percent, but sometimes it just takes something like that to tip the scale uh, in the right direction. And of course, there's always people behind things and especially a lot of, you know, with the animal and these groups defending animals around the world. But sometimes it just takes that one extra little thing to kind of give tip the scale and give them that extra tool that they needed to bring out attention so so it's wonderful it's always teamwork right (laughs) at the end it's a community and working together that accomplishes things
3: that's the message exactly
1: (laughs) exactly that oh my god i i bet you have poked several uh people there but the message is clear gabriel your art is amazing and, and, and I see Omar here uh, and I feel complete when I see you four because this is the beginning all over again. This our our Thursday uh, afternoon rooms in Clubhouse. It's been quite a journey. So can you can you tell us a bit how, how, how you transition and for everyone that is new in the space, uh, how you transition from your
3: fine art photography to nfts to crypto art oh it's he, been a trouble <laughs> beautiful travel, guys one thing in cuba for the last two years mostly uh the government has been doing so wrong and so bad with people the repression right now is bigger than ever before so we were living really dark moments uh before i find out nfts we still live in really dark moments in fact in two days, in, no, in three days, uh, November 15, there is a big march organized by the uh, by the people, the activists in Cuba that are asking for freedom. And there are going to be repression, of course. There is going to be really bad things. So I started with that because when I entered the NFTs in, in February, I heard about the, the, the new, about the people sale. And I was on Clubhouse a lot in that time because Clubhouse was a, mo- a, a way to... to Go out from Cuba and connect with the world and go out from bad news and connect with artists and creators and very interesting people from around the world. It, it was freedom for me uh, to enter these kind of places. So it was there on Clubhouse what I find out about NFT and most important when I find out that NFTs could be done from Cuba. There I, I heard all the steps to follow. I did all those steps until I reached the moment that I needed to mint and I needed Ethereum. To pay my gas and those months in that moment is where i learned what is the meaning of community inside here that is complete. it's like the base of what is going on with nfts um because in one of those clubhouse uh, space i was talking about my experience and that i couldn't buy ethereum and i was looking for someone that could send me ethereum and i could send the money through a transfer or something and there was a guy from new york called emmanuel which I never forget, and I, uh, we keep in touch. In fact, <laughs> he can imagine, he still can't imagine what he did because he, he wrote me on tweet, on Instagram, private, and he told me, I'm going to help you to mean your first work, and that's what he did. He sent me the Ethereum to pay my gas, and I could mean my first work uh, on NFT, which is, was called, is called Hotel Habana. And the trouble started there. Uh, when I find out of this and I could mint, I started to share all that, every step, all the information, everything I've learned, I started to share that through my Facebook and through my social medias. And I have many artists around uh, my, my, my networking, my, around my, my Facebook account and Twitter and, and Instagram, not Twitter, because I didn't used to use a lot of Twitter in that moment, and I could, through the, my, my channels, tell Cuban artists, we can do this from Cuba. And this is a place decentralized. No one will tell you, you are allowed to present the work or you are not allowed to do it. That is something that we are really used to in Cuba because of government again. And when I learned about that, I was lucky too because in six days, Hotel Havana was sold for 1.6 Ethereum. We was my first sale, something that I really thank so much to the collector that bought it that I find out three days later that this guy that that bought the first work uh, is the Google head in Cuba. In fact, he's the guy and the reason we have internet in Cuba during Obama and Raúl um, uh, when they became kind of friends. He's the guy that came to Cuba to manage all the this all the connection for internet and everything. So he's also a great uh, Cuban art collector. So he he wrote me and told me that I taught him the. Two of his passions, Cuban art and technology. So when he saw that I minted a, an NFT, he bought it. And with that money, I was able finally to invite Cuban artists paying their gas so they, cannot, they didn't need to live the same as I live. Because I wrote to Emmanuel, the guy who paid me back, and I told him, I have the money. I want to send you back the money. And he told me something beautiful. He told me, do not send me back the money. Please use it to help others. And that's what I did. I started to pay the gas to us and guys and say, there is a community of Cuban right now with more than 150 artists that are really present in the community, thanks to, to the NFTs and thanks to all what we have been building from March to now. Because not I not only pay gas, I spend weeks, probably a month and a half or two months with many calls every day calling galleries calling big projects like Fabrica de Arte, calling projects like uh, Galeria Gorria, telling everyone, you need to come inside here. You have to come to NFTs because Fabrica de Arte, for example, have been representing Cuban artists for a long, long time. It's a really prestigious place, but it was closed. It's closed because COVID. And I told them, you you have been closed for a year and a half. Please come into the NFTs and you're going to keep doing what you have been always doing, promoting Cuban art. And they did. They didn't even think in twice. And they have got an amazing success. And now we can say, finally, that we have a community in Cuba. All that has been built with time, with effort, with love, with help, with support from the international community too that is so, so important. And that is the that is when people understand. Because I remember in those Telegram chats that we have for Cuba, Cuban artists, I remember to tell them, uh, let's create a thread. Let's do this. Let's do that. And when some of them started selling, they started to believe. I understand the feeling. It's, it's normal. Uh, and they started to believe. And now there is a huge, huge, huge community. And it's not thanks about uh, thanks to me. It's also thanks to my second collector, Gianni Di Alerta, which is um, the the owner and creator of NFT Cuba Art. And it's also thanks. To Gladys and Clit Splash, and it's also thanks to Fabrica de Arte. It's thanks to all of them that we have been working all really hard to make this real, to give freedom to Cuban artists in Cuba. Not only we have COVID, we our market, our market has always depend on foreign people that comes to Cuba to buy our art. Now finally we can connect with all those uh, Cuban lovers, all those people that love art. We can connect to all of them from Cuba and that is just kind of insane to thinking I, I'm still talking to artists nowadays and I <laughs> my speech is always the same, it's like the Cuban artists that have not entered to the NFTs really doesn't understand what freedom means for creators also so uh, yeah, it's been a travel, it's been an amazing, amazing travel that makes me so, so happy
0: It's amazing, Gabriel, you're so inspirational, just yes, like uh, a few months ago when I met you, I get the same moving, uh, inspiring, unlocking energy. Um, And you remind me to be so grateful for for what I have. And you remind me to also continue to push for the community because this is what it's all about. And um, it's amazing. I'm gonna do a quick reset for everyone that just joined us and welcome to the NFT Outer Space series. This is hosted by Diana. Danielle and myself here up on the top. And our mission is to spread the word about NFTs and educate the community about all crypto art subjects. We aim to host this uh, place where we highlight and have lived the work of amazing people such as Gabriel today. And we meet on Tuesdays and at 9 a.m. Uh, and Thursdays at 2 p.m. both uh, Central US time. This is a safe space for everybody and in today's conversation, we're going through just an organic conversation, uh, some questions, but really just uh, uh, hear friends talking to friends. And we are spotlighting the work, the story, and the journey, and the projects uh, of our amazing friend and photographer, uh, Gabrielle Bianchini. And for today's space, we'll have a pop uh, that Danielle will um, announce at the end. Uh, but know that this is a space for you, and if you have any feedback or suggestions for any topics that you would like to hear uh, in the future, or if you yourself uh, would like to be interviewed, uh, just DM, DM any of us, Danielle, Diana, or myself, and we are more than happy to make a space for you. Uh, we hope that you're enjoying the conversation today. We appreciate everyone's presence and participation holding the space. We see a few hands raised, so please know that we see you. It's uh, you not know that we are keeping you from the conversation. is that we're kind of going through, uh, you know, just uh, the first part of this, which is just an interview. And then at the end, we'll have the, the Q&A and we'll bring you up. So with that said, um, Gabriel, I will love, love, love to. Uh, Actually, I'd say one thing before I forget, Uh, your link tree, how you have it organized, holy cow, kudos to you. And I want to encourage anyone that's listening today to go look at how you have it organized and copy it. (laughs) Uh, You know, it's just so beautiful uh, to have a way for us viewers and collectors to see uh, the work of the artist organized. I think it's amazing from a marketing perspective too. For anyone that wants to purchase your work or kind of understand who you are, How you have it organized is an amazing example. Uh, You have the links to your NFTs, to your websites, to your work. uh, And I love your website, too. It's very clear, very organized, and uh, it just portrays exactly who you are. And so I just wanted to uh, say that. That is amazing how you have it. Um, And, uh, you know, we have 15 more minutes left. Obviously, we're kind of a little flexible, too, with that. But in uh, kind of in the essence of time, I will absolutely love to open up the space to you gabriel to talk about uh the crypto cubans i know this is a project that has consumed your time for the last few months i haven't personally heard a lot and i am very excited for you to unravel all the details everything that you want to talk about it um would love for you to to talk yeah
3: Oh, crypto Cubans! I love to talk about crypto Cubans. <laughs> this has been the most incredible experience that I've lived as a creator in my life. In fact, as I said before, I don't usually use a studio. I don't usually work on a studio, and I very rarely I work with portraits. So, crypto Cubans' inspiration is thanks to all of you. And thanks to collectibles and NFTs and blockchain and all that. All that, that is the whole inspiration. So it's called Crypto Cuban Social Club. And it's the first time that I see myself shooting 1492 uh, um, Cubans. It, and we did this. Of course, the project is not only mine. I created the project, but I did it with my wife. She has all the merit here too, because. Her work here has been, has been amazing. I couldn't done this without her and with the, without the whole team that we had before. We had uh, behind all this, guys. We are used to uh, listen big numbers in these spaces. Like for example, ten thousand pounds or ten thousand whatever or eight thousand. So sometimes we forgot what does that numbers mean. And believe me, one thousand four hundred ninety two people is a lot of. People. It's like a whole, I don't know, a whole concert, a whole uh, festival. I don't know. It's, it's, it's so much. And it's been an amazing experience. We were planning. Okay, I'm going to start from the beginning. The inspiration comes from collectibles. I, I live for the first time in my skin and in my soul. What does a collectible mean? It could mean not a lot right now because there are so many collectibles in the space. And most of them we can say almost all of them are created by design and are generated by computers. So when I leave the, my first collectible, which is this ape that I have, and when I leave this experience, my, my mind just blow. I couldn't understand what is a collectible because that is not in my culture in Cuba. It doesn't really have that kind of culture of collectibles. That is mostly from the US or Asia or places like that. But in Cuba, we doesn't have the kind of culture, and I I leave it uh, without even know what I was living. Then I were when apes were launched, I was in a space, and I I, I lived the FOMO in my skin. I, I saw everyone talking about the apes. I didn't have much money in that moment, but I had enough to buy an ape, and I jump in without even knowing what the hell am i doing. And my wife was like, "What? Why are you spending that kind of money in an ape?" but I really love it and I did it. But what I learned after that, what, what, that was the crazy thing. I understood what is a community because this shape opened me so many doors and helped me to meet so incredible people that that kind of changed many things in my life. And that inspires the Creative Cuban Social Club. So one night I was in the, in the bed that was in July and I was thinking, All time, why not create a collectible using what I do, photography? Not only that, photography was gaining a great, great place at that moment in the space. So why not using photography and why not um, doing it, of course, with real people and real attributes? So it was a mind-blowing idea. I couldn't sleep for weeks thinking about this. And in my head, I was kind of building the whole project. I shared with, me, with my wife. She helped me a lot, giving me ideas. We started, you know, for a month, um, kind of doing a brainstorm together. But we didn't took a step because it's a huge production. 1,492 people is a, demands a huge production. So just to be close, sorry, uh, to be short, um, in night, September 19, that morning, we woke up. We looked short sure after talking so much about the project, and we decided to do it let's do it so that was the day for me that crypto cubans were born but we started shooting the people on september 8th um um, we were planning for doing three months around three months of shooting because there were too many people and we had to do a a call and we did it through our social medias and really fast i called my best friends which are one of the greatest entrepreneurs in cuba and told them about the idea, and they were—they are the producers of the project. So uh, yes, I, I see Jimena with the hands before continuing because I talk a lot.
0: <laughs> no, you don't. I love you. I love it so much. We love it. We love and it. I'm talking a lot too. I am sorry, Daniela and Diana. I just wanna really take a quick moment to give esa esposa tuya bella hermosa, your wife, your beautiful wife that is behind you, that is next to you through this crazy fucking journey of (laughs) NFTs. It's it's so funny you were talking about the apes. And I think I was there with you through all those rooms with Farok and JR and everybody posting and posting. And I'm like, this is no way I was there. And I was in the same boat. I didn't have like barely any, but I had just enough. And the price was like raising, raising. And I'm like, uh, I can't believe I am spending this amount of money and I got mine. Like to be very honest, reluctant of even getting it. Um, but again, to, you, to your point, like drawn to the community aspect of it that to be honest, I didn't fully understood there. Um, so it was a lot of mixture of everything. But anyways, what really I just wanna say, I wanna give your wife so much love. I know she's for the most part behind the scenes. Uh, but I think you're very fortunate to have a partner like her, uh, you know, that supports you, that understands these, that is also in the weeds uh, with you working and helping you design this project. Um, and so I don't know if she's listening or not, uh, but I just want to send her big flowers and big love and just honor her, honor her for, because this is part of this journey. She is part of this journey as well. Um and that's all I wanted to say um about her. So yeah.
3: Uh, she she, she listened to you.
0: Linda y bendiciones, <laughs> no berraca.
3: She's she's one of the greatest gifts that I had in my life because she's a dreamer like me and she's she's just tuning. I I can I have no words to to talk about her. She's just I, I admire her so much. She entered to the NFTs also because I at the beginning she was like kind of mad because I spent so much time on clubhouse <laughs> <laughs> but then I teach her about nfts and she's killing it she have uh, right now she has just sold another world she she came to show me and she not only that she she started collecting artists and she's been doing amazing she has an amazing collection too so uh, yeah she's just amazing she's the she person should come why- and
0: uh, have her own hour here in the space no pressure but she yes
3: should. but we we are in, in her father's house and she's with them and and she she's kind of also afraid of uh, sharing on a on a spaces. Next time I promise I promise she'll be here. <laughs> um, in fact, we we're gonna do a big spaces to introduce the project correctly because we haven't done yet. And about I would like to close really the idea about crypto Cubans to share all that with all of you guys. As as I said before, I I, I we planned three months of shooting because so many people, and we closed the shooting before reaching two months. There were so many Cubans coming, voluntarily to take the photos that we were mind blown. We, we were shooting five days uh, a week during the last month and a half. We were shooting around 30, 50 people every day. But it's not just come to the studio and we shoot. We have to dress you. We have to look what we're going to put, exa- everything. And then we, we also recorded a small video of each, per- each person that, that passed uh, through, the, um, through the shoot, because we want to give to the collectors an uh, Unlockable where they can know a little bit of the story of the, peop- of the person they are collecting, because this is a real people collectible. In, and what is magic for me in all of this is that I feel that in this project, I put everything I learned from the community first people and community not only that these uh, crypto cubans because they came voluntary but we want to give them back because there is a, a commercial purpose around of these two this is a collection that we're going to sell and what we we want to give the 20 percent of the project to all these 1492 people that okay maybe it's not a lot because we have to pay uh, a big production that it was really, really expensive. I don't, I'm don't. i not going to talk about that. We have to pay many things and we are bringing a lot of things, but these 1492 Cubans are going to receive their first Ethereum ever. So we are kind of also educating and teaching them how to use all this. We are going to teach them how to create a wallet. When they receive the pay, they can, some artists use it for minting or others can use it just to buy food. So, we are trying to introduce them to all this world. And this is part of the purpose of the project. That's why it's called CryptoCuban. They, they are Crypto CryptoCuban because they are going to have their first crypto. So that's why we consider this project is so important for Cuba. And not only that, again, there are too many things behind this. In those CryptoCubans, we have one of the most amazing uh, artists from Cuba, uh, amazing songwriters. We have amazing actors and actresses. We have, um, oh my God, we have so many, the biggest uh, dance company in the island. We have so many artists hidden as a crypto Cuban, because when we, when we drop the, 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 um, the collection, people will not know who is who. Only Cubans know who is the famous, who is the great artist, who is the song, the great songwriter. And we love the idea that in the project, they are just crypto Cubans. Okay, collectors will discover later, how they will discover, we are going to on our Discord, which I invite everyone to join on Discord because it's it's going to get wild. <laughs> we are going to do live stream from Cuba, where you can, uh, uh, you are going to be able to enjoy these artists. You are going to be able to listen to a great concert, live concert from La Habana. You are going to be able to see this dance company that uh, called, for example, Liz Alfonso, one of the dance companies that we have. These companies, they had Grammy nominated. They have danced for uh, Obama president. They have danced for uh, the the kings and you know in the in the UK. I don't remember which of the of the kingdom. <laughs> but we have great great people behind this, and we are trying to bring that culture, our culture, to the NFTs, to the space. So a piece of all of them will be always in the blockchain. And when it is this we're gonna go? be so much more. When are, going to, uh, sorry? when are we going to see the Crypto Cubans live? Okay, the Crypto Cubans are going to be launched in December. We think this is a lot of work. We, in fact, we finished the photo. We are editing. After editing, we're going to add some stuff that is going to be a surprise. We have digital artists that are, some of them, they are working on the backgrounds of the Crypto Cubans. And I have to say, we have amazing artists doing that work. In fact, we have, for example... Edel Rodriguez, which is amazing illustrator from Cuba that worked for Time Magazine. He he has done amazing cover from Time Magazine and he has done all, he was also our director of the magazine. So he's the one one of the artists invited. There are many. So we are working on all that. And if everything goes well, we are going to launch around uh, December 20th. So we hope to be ready, we hope to do it because we really want to do it perfectly. It's a huge project. And it's a real people collectible. This demands uh, a lot of different things and also they give us new tools that we can give to the community. Because not every day you buy a collectible where you can meet your collectible. And we are trying to create channels to do that where collectors and collectibles and NFTs and crypto givers can uh, connect each other and meet each other. Who knows? We dream with ideas like, for example, maybe, maybe there could be couples between <laughs> mariage, between crypto cubans and collectors, who knows? There could be many, many crazy stories. That's the difference between a collectible created digitally and a collectible that is someone with a name that lives in a place in the world that you can meet and they have history. And yeah, sorry, there are too many things to say about the project. There are too many things that we are working on. And definitely is the biggest project we have done in our life. And just to close, there is something beautiful in this. It's crazy how digital world, which is a world that we cannot touch, where sometimes we feel cold, where we don't have the warmth of the body of the people. It's crazy to think that this digital world inspired me to do my most human project ever. Because believe me, the experience of shooting 1492 people in just a month and a half, is something that I will never forget in my life. Their stories, because we really took the time to know them and their stories are going to be one day shared with all the um, the, the community of our Crypto cuban Social Club.
2: I'm completely blown away. This is like the most original and project that I've heard. And congratulations, I can't wait um, until it comes out and I can't wait to start meeting all, um, all the people that are part of your collection because it's, um, Wow! Super, super original and uh, and beautiful. So I'm I'm amazed. Like, wow! Speechless for a co-host. But anyways, <laughs> thank you.
0: ¿Qué les parece si subimos ya amigos para que empiezan a preguntar cosas? No sé, Gabriel, me cambio español. So sorry. I don't know, Gabriel, if you uh, have something else to say, uh, kind of, uh, I I know you do actually, I know you do have a lot of things to say, but just maybe like a few closing, quote unquote closing moments, before we uh, invite our um, audience to ask questions, if you have any wrapping thoughts, Uh, how do we help you? How do we support you? I know you just mentioned um, joining your Discord is huge. Um, You know, just, yeah, how do we support you? And I also just went into your OpenSea, and I see that you have a lot of work there for sale. So I just want to shout out uh, you and just let everyone know that these pieces are still super affordable, and I know uh, the prices are not going to stay like that. Uh, got really somebody that's going to stay in the space. Um, I know as long as he's possibly able to stay. So this is the time to go and grab the pieces that he has there for sale. Uh, again, they're very, very affordable uh, and just beautiful work that he has created. Uh, but yeah, so I invite anyone that wants to come up uh, for a question or just share flowers, do that. Uh, it takes a little bit of time to just kind of, in, uh, you know, just upload everyone as a speaker. Uh, so raise your hand. And uh, Daniel, I see that your hand is raised. So I'll leave you the room before uh, Gabriel kind of has a, a closing thought.
1: No, no, Gabby, go on and, and I'll finish with, su- with a surprise for you.
3: And no, just Jimena, you ask how support. Uh, the best way to support is always uh, tweet, retweet, love, and that's it. I I love I I love when I receive an email that I sold on NFT. But I I <laughs> nothing makes me more happy than seeing people sharing the crypto humans right now and uh, and getting into the Discord and getting all together. That is. For me more than enough, more than fair and and I really thank you all for that. I any question, anything, I'm gonna share it. I'm gonna talk more because for me I can do a room of five hours. It's not the first time Jimena knows it and Omar knows it because we have done so many <laughs> spaces together. <and laughs> but I, know, I don't wanna take much time. I just wanna say to you say thank you. And, and and all shares are really, really welcome. Maybe someone can pin the project up there. I, I couldn't pin it, I don't know why, but it's there if you it's can there. it would be amazing. It's oh, there. is there. Yes. Oh, it's right. it's okay, there. I cannot see it. It's, it's it's me. It's me. It's my phone. <laughs> and how?
0: Where is the Discord link? I'm so sorry. Maybe I, I'm just uh, not techy enough to to find the link to your Discord. But what is that?
3: Don't worry. Yeah, we. I have to put the link tree also in the project in the Twitter's uh, Crypto Cuban Twitter. But you have the website in the Crypto Cuban, uh, um, and in the menu of the website you have the the link to Discord. Or Instagram, yes. the account the cryptocubans, you you have the link tree there, but I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna Perfect. put it on the So yeah, so source.
0: anyone that's kind of questioning where to join the Discord, go to the Twitter page of the Crypto Cubans and there is a website to the project in there, and the website has the access um I think, right? Yes, it has the access to Discord and I myself just actually requesting access to it. So amazing, Gabrielle. Thank you so much. And Gabriela, you've been so patient. Thank you so much. And you're always here listening. We really love you so much and appreciate you. Um, go ahead if you have a question or a comment.
4: Hi, thank you. I love, I love these spaces, really. Uh, this is why I try to stay here every week. And Gabriel, I'm so, so inspired by your story and your background, and I think that you are such a visionary too. to have, like you saw the the potential in art and technology, like from a long time ago, and used it to help uh, your country and your community, and that is something that inspires me very much. So I just wanted to congratulate you for that and and also because you you guys like the whole Cuban community created like this big awareness on on the NFT community and and also on the Latin community. Like I I wasn't really aware of of oh, I mean I was aware of Cubans' problems, but I, I wasn't really aware of like every every people's or every individual's situation, and especially like with the with the context you you guys have. So that is, I think that that is so incredible. Like you guys created a big awareness. So I'm always happy to support Cubans. Uh, we were talking the other day uh, uh, with uh, with Ernesto about um, uh, helping Cubans uh, uh, come to Colombia, like create some sort of event or helping them getting a visa or something like for, for next year or, or I don't know, like just um, other countries can come together to help you guys. And that is, I think that is beautiful. And that is a, a movement that you, you started. So I want to congratulate you for that. And to all the Cubans that are here, like you guys are amazing. I'm, I admire every one of you and I admire like the way that you use community for social good. Uh, so uh, thank you.
3: Thank you, Gabriela, right? <laughs> My yeah, yeah Thank you. Thank you for your words. And definitely about Colombia or wherever is getting all together to help all each other. You know, it's beautiful to think that Latin America can get united again thanks to NFTs too. So we should do that always, always. Uh, definitely, we have problems in Cuba, but we have problems in every country in Latin America too, and, and, and further, you know, more, other countries too. So, yeah, we we need to use this amazing technology to, to develop all that, to get all united and change the world. And we are doing it. We are doing yeah, it.
4: Yeah, you're right. I mean, uh, we all, all the countries in Latin America have this fight about who is doing worse. Um, so it's it's not really about that like I mean I remember when when I, we had like this protest in in my country like a few months ago I I was really struggling to to um to think about something I could do with NFTs to help like I, I didn't like I didn't know how so I, I think that watching your your progress and your and your, the, all the things you're doing to the community it's it's very inspiring. so
3: thank you. Thank you so much, Gabriela. Thank you. Anything you need, just let us know. Uh, Cuban communities is quite quite big right now and we support everyone, everyone, not only Cubans, of course, we support everyone and yeah, just reach to us if you need to move uh, a tweet or whatever. I started following you already and yeah. Just let get united. Gabriel, I told you I had a surprise for
1: you and I'm going to switch to Spanish. Eh, en este viaje hermoso de haberlos conocido ustedes y haber conocido tanta gente, también me he conectado localmente con gente que aporta muchísimo al viaje del arte. Cuando digo el viaje, es ese viaje universal de poder crecer, conocerse, conectarse sinceramente. Y por eso nos acompaña hoy, Nurka Natividad, que también quiere saludarte. Nurka Natividad.
5: ¿Cómo estás? Hola, hello everyone. Eh, Gabriel, congratulations. Gracias por este espacio, Dani. Y efectivamente había conversado con Gabriel en meses pasados eh, en Clubhouse. Eh, estoy muy feliz y complacida de estar aquí. Ya empecé a seguir a Crypto Cubans, eh, Pues con mucho placer y la verdad que me encantaría aprovechar este espacio Eh, Gabriel, y sé que la conexión no es muy fácil en Cuba, pero lo han logrado muy bien.
1: Niurki, estamos perdiendo un
5: poco. Con lo que estás haciendo. Y bueno, me encantaría si, si aceptan la invitación a tener este diálogo face to face eh, a través de la plataforma del Museo de Arte Moderno de Cartagena. Así que me atrevo a, a invitarlos a todos. Soy la curadora del museo y me encantaría poderte invitar a ti, a Daniel, a Jimena, a que conversen sobre todo lo que están haciendo para, no solo para apoyar el arte cubano y la fotografía y el arte de Gabriel, eh, porque sé que no solamente su humildad y su capacidad de, de poder apoyar y llevar todo ese conocimiento para que otros artistas emergentes y otros que también ya llevan una carrera puedan iniciar en este universo tan fantástico que yo aún no entiendo, pero que por supuesto agradezco esta plataforma para poderlo entender mejor, todo este universo de las cripto y de, y de las NFT. Un fuerte abrazo de tu paisana desde Cartagena de Indias, Colombia.
3: Qué tremendo, Niuca, me encanté, estaba con una sonrisa mientras tú me hablabas, sobre todo porque por muchas cuestiones. Recuerdo cuando hablamos hace tiempo también, sí. recuerdo también haberte comentado y seguir pensando que, que Cartagena de Indias tiene una similitud impresionante sí. con exactamente la partecita de La Habana donde yo vivo, porque yo vivo en La, en la Habana Vieja, en la zona colonial, y se parece muchísimo, y el honor que hayas llegado acá para, para invitarnos a formar parte de una charla con, con vuestro proyecto sería una cosa maravillosa, porque creo que Don, todos los canales que podamos tocar, incluso sobre todo, y hay que decirlo, sobre todo fuera de la comunidad NFT, fuera de la comunidad NFT, todos los canales que podamos tocar para educar y enseñar a las personas lo que está ocurriendo con los nfts es sumamente importante en términos de educación para Latinoamérica, para nuestro pueblo, nuestros vecinos, nuestros amigos, claro. todo. Entonces, para mí es un honor que... Que nos hayas invitado y cuenta sí, claro. con nosotros. O sea, yo busco el internet de donde esté.
5: Sí, sí, de, de, a través de Dani. Y bueno, ya te escribo por, por IG y demás para ponernos de acuerdo en la fecha. Y bueno, eh, contarte como preámbulo que el Museo de Arte Moderno de Cartagena de India se le debe gracias a un cubano que fue Gómez Sicre quien que trajo la primera colección de arte moderno. Así que guardando las proporciones y, 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 y cómo surgen la, los grandes proyectos. Es gracias a un cubano que se le debe que en Cartagena de India exista un museo dedicado al arte moderno. Entonces, qué bueno que.
3: Es muy atrevido (risa) atrevido preguntar, porque creo que dijiste secreto: ¿quién es el cubano? Gómez. Por preguntar nada más, no será así. No,
5: Gómez Sicre, quien trabajaba en la OEA en los años 50. Gómez Gómez Sicre, era un gran coleccionista de arte y y que se dedicaba a llevar exposiciones de arte cubano en, en los años 50 y 60. Y bueno, por las cuestiones históricas que ya tú conoces y muchos de los amigos que nos acompañan y están escuchando aquí eh, el cambio que tuvo Cuba con, con el inicio de la Revolución, él migró, pero aquí quedó, aquí queda, tenemos obras de Wilfredo Lann, tenemos obras de Portocarrero, de Mijares, de, de muchos artistas cubanos que han pasado por aquí. Eh, yo, yo de hecho, cure tengo exposiciones acá de de Favelo Nelson Domínguez, eh, pues Sosa Bravo, Alicia, el chino.
3: Qué belleza, está diciendo los nombres, esos sí. nombres que, que brillan cada sí, uno, sí. qué, belleza, qué
5: y, belleza. Y aquí han estado exponiendo, bueno, Dani estuvo recientemente en mi apartamento, vio la colección que tengo de artes de Bonachea y, y de otros artistas, entonces me encantaría, por qué no, eh, tenerlos también ustedes y a ti de invitado especial, así sea virtual, en, en nuestro museo.
3: Gracias de verdad Niuca, bellísimo, gracias, 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 me encanta, lindo. me encanta la idea.
5: Lindo, y lindo tu arte y, y todas las imágenes de La Habana que también me llevan y me evocan lindos recuerdos de cuando viví allá.
3: Qué lindo, esta ciudad tiene algo que, que realmente no se olvida jamás, vayas a donde vayas. Lo digo lo digo también por experiencia porque yo he vivido ese año fuera y, y esa, ese como dicen los gallegos, esa morriña, no, no te la quitabas nunca. nunca.
5: <ríe> así es, así es. Me encanta, me encanta, muchas gracias, perdón, sorry, but eh, por mi, mi speech largo de todos los que nos están escuchando acá, pero, pero bueno, quería aprovechar el espacio, entre comillas.
1: Mirka, siempre será tuyo y era una sorpresa para, para Gabriel y qué gusto que nos podamos conectar de esta manera. May, welcome, the stage is yours.
6: Hola gente, qué lindo, qué lindo estar aquí con... con con gente latinoamericana y bueno y, y no solo eso con gente también internacional eh, nada quería comentar Gabriel eh, me da gusto verte en este en este espectacular proyecto de verdad que me parece muy creativo eh, hasta gracioso ¿no? eh, me parece genial está tremendo y bueno te quería felicitar y, y bueno me imagino todo el todo el trabajo todo que, que hay detrás no toda la la gente que participó o sea Me parece que es muy emblemático y y la calidad que tiene, la fotografía, o sea, de verdad, está genial. Te felicito, de verdad. Es un gusto, es un gusto, nada, poder estar acá, conocerte y decirte estas cosas, de verdad.
3: Gracias, Mike, de verdad, qué lindo cuando a mí me hace gracia con lo poquito que hemos publicado ha sido un poco que los pequeños impulsos que sacamos al inicio del proyecto como este videíto que hay de, de todos los cri que van pasando así rápido hay apenas ahí apenas hay unos 50 y son una mínima mínima selección de las primeras que hicimos o sea créanme cuando les digo que, que cuando, <ríe> cuando saquemos la colección que te vas a dar cuenta que sí no sólo es graciosa también nos va a traer muchísimos problemas de hecho durante la ejecución del proyecto obviamente y algo que he sabido pues a la seguridad del estado En este país no se le escapa nada. Eh, obviamente estuvieron tocándome las puertas a través de otras personas, porque ya directamente no me las tocan a mí, porque ya a mí me dieron por loco hace tiempo. Eh, ¿Sabes? Soy clásico caso perdido de que soy muy romántico y obviamente me dan por loco, ¿no? Entonces, eh, pero sí tocaron las puertas a, a varias personas alrededor mío, como queriendo indagar por qué yo estaba usando uf, uf, uniformes de policías o uniformes de militares, o por qué en algunas fotos algunos tienen los ojos vendados o porque en otras, eh, en fin, eh, es una sorpresa lo que estoy deseando que vean la colección entera, porque es, no lo digo, <ríe> suena loco porque soy el creador, pero yo pienso que eso nos pasa a todos los artistas cuando creamos y estamos eh, sumamente felices con lo que estamos creando. Nosotros somos los primeros espectadores de esa obra y somos los primeros que la estamos disfrutando, pero como que a 100, ¿no? Y, y no es, eh, o sea, no quiero que suene pretencioso decir que realmente es, brutal, brutal lo que va a salir porque eh, porque lo estamos viviendo, o sea, te estoy compartiendo lo que yo vivo, cuando salía cada día al estudio me sentaba en la casa y muy cansado me ponía a ver las fotos del día y lo que supone ver tantos retratos, la lectura del rostro humano el cómo cada gesto era diferente en cada persona y cómo algo hermoso es esas esa clásica frase que te dicen, yo no soy, ¿cómo se dice esto? no soy fotogénico o yo tengo esto, o mi barriguita, o mi cicatriz, o si supieran, y se los digo, cuando vas pasando retrato por retrato en un proyecto como este, esas cositas son las más bellas, son las que te paran a decir, co, disculpen la, la palabra, pero cojones, qué lindo es el ser humano, qué lindo es el ser humano, qué manera más increíble de haber mestizaje en esta isla, como lo hay en todos nuestros países, porque nosotros somos nacidos de un gran mestizaje, y lo sabemos, eh, alguien me escribió hoy, Sobre el 1492, y, y, y es normal, alguien me escribió hoy diciéndome un discurso así muy pequeñito, en plan de que estoy muy equivocado, de que América no fue descubierta en esa época. Quiero aclarar una cosa, 1492 Colón descubrió América. No estamos hablando que América fue descubierta, eso lo sabemos todos los americanos. América ya era una gran, una, un gran continente antes de ser descubierta por Colón. El mestizaje, la historia, lo que ocurrió después, tiene cosas muy tristes y tiene cosas muy bellas también. Dentro de todo eso está nuestra historia, pero 1492, esto no lo mencioné antes, es el número que yo escogí para los criptocubans, porque era era mucho en términos de fotografía, pero era realizable, y además tenía sentido, porque era el año que Cristóbal Colón pisó Cuba. Yo no creo que sea el año más importante de nuestra historia, pero sí fue el año donde Cuba ganó su nombre, y fue el año donde América también ganó su nombre, y eso yo creo que también es parte de la historia, eh, quitando las sandeces y locuras que hicieron los españoles acá, ¿quién va a culpar a esas personas después de 500 años? O sea, por favor yo soy de las personas que raras veces arrastro dolores o raras veces arrastro rencores también que, 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 que te, te hacen actuar o pensar distinto, yo los apruebo, nunca voy a quitar el dolor o cosas duras que hemos vivido en mi serie, regresando vas a encontrar sátira vas a encontrar burlas, vas a encontrar retratos hermosos, vas a encontrar un poco algunos más, com- más comunes pero vas a encontrar sencillamente la comunidad de Cuba. Vas a encontrar la historia del país en esos rostros y vas a encontrar también la historia del país en esas historias que ellos grabaron. Porque cuando le hicimos ese peque- pequeñito video, se los voy a adelantar ahora, discúlpenme que yo hablo mucho, y voy a cerrar rápido porque sé que nos hemos pasado de tiempo. Cuando le hicimos el pequeño video a cada uno de esos CryptoCubans, a cada uno le decíamos, ya tenemos la foto que es nuestro proyecto, pero nosotros empezamos a hacer este video para saber quién fue la persona que se sentó ahí. Porque hubiera sido loco, casi de kamikaze, para un artista hacer un proyecto de 1492 retratos y no descubrir quiénes fueron esas personas que se sentaron ahí. Entonces yo empezaba a hacer el video ese y lo único que les pedía que me dijeran era su nombre, a qué se dedicaban y que me contaran algún recuerdo de su vida. Ya sea un recuerdo lindo, ya sea un recuerdo triste o ya sean ambos. Bueno, en esos recuerdos que grabamos y los tenemos a bien a buena cautela y va a ser el unlockable de cada uno de los CryptoCubas, en esos recuerdos, tú sencillamente puedes ver la historia de nuestro país puedes ver todos los dolores que tenemos en comunes, puedes ver todas las cosas bellas que tenemos en comunes y créanme, los testimonios son algunos muy fuertes y algunos son para reírse y no voy a adelantar mucho más aquí un día cuando presentemos el proyecto compartiré alguno y algún día se irán desvelando todas esas historias que hay detrás de esas 1492 cubanos 1492 cripto cubanos que forman una colección única, porque no va a haber una versión 2, ni una versión 3, ni un 1496, eh, 1, o sea, son esos 1492 nada más, y pienso que para mí ya hicieron historia, pienso que lo van a hacer también en la cultura digital de este país, y pienso que, que va a levantar muchos simpatizantes, y probablemente también levante muchas críticas, y yo amo ambas. ¡Wow, brother, es tremendo!
6: O sea, mira que estás hablando y se me paran los pelos, o sea, yo sé... Wow, o sea, yo yo, yo yo entiendo tu punto y, y me parece que es súper importante que, que lo recalques. Y de esta manera, de verdad que yo no o sea, no, no esperaba. Y, y nada, la sorpresa de verdad la sentí como muy muy emotiva. Bueno, nada, te felicito nuevamente, brother. Éxitos.
3: Gracias, Mike. Gracias, Mires. Gracias.
6: Gaby, Jimena, Diana,
1: ha sido un espacio bellísimo. It's been a great, great, great space, a great afternoon here. This project is amazing. Nothing else to say about this, that, uh, that you're a wonderful person, uh, the, the way you move your community, the community, the QAn and community also inspires, I think every community in this world, to, to replicate the example, we have Tippi here, it's one of those worldwide community builders. Um, so everyone, everyone that is here, please connect with Gabriel, connect with us and just stay in touch and hang around because we want to invite you here, we want to uplift <laughs> And your story, your art, your work, or, or why are you into crypto? What can you bring uh, to, to, to this community? So,
3: thank you very much, Gabriel, for being here. Thanks to all of you. Thank you for doing this, taking your time. I love to see Jimena, Daniel, uh, Diana, all of you. But I, I, I say Jimena because <laughs> I remember those times, those times of all those rooms. But I, I love to see that you are taking your time to do this kind of spaces. I miss it. We used to do it also every week, or with the Galleria Gorria or with Fauriga. I miss it. I haven't been able to be a lot in the space since the beginning of the project. I'm I'm now all, almost close to be uh, 100% here, uh, promoting, introducing the project to the to the to the world. And thanks to you for have done this because this kind of spaces is, is the is. The, is what makes the community what it is you know and we always community community probably is the word most uh repeated in this place and there is one reason because i think this uh, this is definitely the seed of everything we are living as i said before it, it was thanks to the community that i'm here and i yeah just I, i'm special i just thank you thank you for inviting me to do this for sharing uh, inviting me to speak a little bit about critical human because there's so much to say about this project that I think that the day I do it in the space is going to take like three hours to share all what is behind, but I, I'm going to try to be <laughs> short. It's difficult, but uh, just thank you. And thank you to the people that are on the stage. I just want to also say a shout out to Omar, which is for me, a brother, a brother, but a brother from blood, you know, like blood brother. <laughs> he's something, someone that I admire so much. And he's been, he's just my friend, my brother in the distance. We haven't hugged yet, but we will hug soon. Um, Them we're going to party together. All of you, we should do a big party one day. You saw NFT NYC. Well, we're going to do NFT, I don't know, Bogotá, NFT La Habana, NFT Brazil, whatever.
0: (laughs) I mean, sign me up. Where do I go? I've already bought the tickets already. (laughs) I want to say something, (laughs) Gabriel. Which is that um, I take no credit for this space. It was Daniel... Is a just, I, I don't know anymore, the days mixed up. But I think Danielle yesterday or the day before, uh, you know, we have kind of like our uh, DM group and he's like, we should invite by And I'm like, hell yeah. And then it just, it shows uh, the serendipity and the synchronicity of this space. Another two words that I know we throw around all the time and kind of are losing the magic, but they are not, they are not losing the magic because... It is absolutely insane, but but actually inspiring. How for me personally, every connection, every conversation, every interview that we hosted in this space has happened. To be honest, without really trying that hard, it just has happened, and it's always so moving to me and so grounding. Um, and. It makes me feel guilty because I also haven't been able to spend so much time in the spaces because I'm working on something myself. And it just, this reminds me that the connections and the relationships and the importance of disconnecting from the style and connecting with the message is really just, I think for me, uh, what I keep coming back to this space. um. I never imagined like connecting with photographers, such so as you know, obviously I'm not one. And now look at me, I'm surrounded by you beautiful, talented people and I'm honored. And again, flowers to Daniel for, uh, in Espanol decimos el cabezazo, <laughs> the idea to bring you in the space today, Gabriel. I think it's the perfect time also just kind of to tease your project. And I'm very grateful to give you the room for that. Um, and Diana, like we, you know, the three of us host this together and I'm grateful that we have a team, uh, and it couldn't happen if we didn't have the team because it's a lot, as we know, the space moves quickly. Uh, and this is just a reminder for everyone, find your partner, find your tribe, connect from the heart, find your people. There is beautiful people here in the space and disconnect with those that you don't connect with. Lo que no pega, no pega um and yeah that's all I want to say Gabriel uh, I love you so so much I love Omar so so much I love many people in this audience a lot obviously Diana and Danielle love you as well um and this has been amazing and I don't know Diana I know you were very moved I know you had a lot of emotions were very touched I want to give you the space if you want to say some closing thoughts and maybe we can just send everybody home blessed and happy and hopefully inspired by these amazing, amazing photography, Gabriel. Um, but yeah, Diana, the space is yours.
2: Thank you, Ximena. Um I second everything that you said. I couldn't have said it more beautifully about what it is um, that we, you know, we have here in our community and hosting our spaces and with our guests. And Gabriel, you have been an uh, incredible inspiration. It's. Um, It brings me like i mentioned at the beginning um my mother's cuban my grandmother who passed away two years ago uh, was cuban and it just stirs up a lot of memories she would have really loved your project she loved people and she had so many stories of her own so that teared me up (laughs) just kind of going back you know to um i don't know to our roots and the connection with people so thank you for um for being with us today the honor was ours and i really look forward to when your project comes out and to accompany you uh in in the weeks ahead before and and after so and thank you for everybody who joined us this afternoon um it's really touching to see so many people uh supporting supporting us supporting each other uh uplifting uplifting each other so um i'm uh, i will pass (laughs) the this the the mic, I guess we could say. I don't know what we would call it. To Daniel, uh, while I get a tissue uh, to wipe my tears of of happiness and joy. So it was a great honor, um, Gabriel. Muchísimas gracias por esta tarde tan hermosa.
3: Gracias a ti, de verdad. Qué lindo. Y mediana,
1: Gabriel. I have nothing else to say. To be grateful for your time, for your presence, for everyone in the audience. Um, I will send each of you the poab. I cannot announce it. I cannot tweet it. I can do. I cannot do Google Forms because we received yesterday about 10,000 requests for a poab. So I, I won't tweet it. I will just. I just checked the list here, and I'm gonna send each of you the uh, poab. All my love. All my hugs. All my all the flowers to you.
3: All that's all I have to say, Gabriel. Your finishing words. Uh, Daniel. Thank you so much. Um, I, I would like to ask, uh, we're still recording, right? Right? Yes. We are. Okay. Uh, please, I want to record this. Viva <laughs> Libre. Sorry. I need to say, it. we are living difficult moments right now. We are uh, facing really hard days in, the, in this week, because there is, there is this March coming uh, the 15th. The government is kind of repressing everyone, and I want to say also. In our, gov- in our project in Crypto Cubans, one of the Crypto Cubans is the guy that is leading this movement. Which, uh, who uh, sorry, I'm really bad with the names is uh, called Junior uh, Garcia. Junior Garcia, yeah, I think so. So Junior is uh, leading uh, kind of the uh, the opposition in Cuba right now, and he's part of the Crypto Cuban. But you know what is funny? That we also have people from the government part in the in, of the Crypto Cubans. So we that's why I say Crypto Cuban is a portrait of what is Cuba right now and again viva Cuba libre we really need to think to change things here because we have freedom i i feel free because i'm an artist maybe because i'm on the nfts maybe i just feel free but i know there are many people that are not and part of what we are doing is helping all those people that are not free and we deserve to be free because this island is so so beautiful and so powerful we want to show the world what we have and it's not easy it's not easy but thank you Daniel for giving the space thank you Jimena thank you Diana thank you Mai Gabi Niurka NFDP Omar everyone down there really thank you and again Viva Cuba Libre Que Viva Que Viva (laughs)
2: Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share with others, post about it on social media or leave a rating and review.
1: To catch all the latest from us or join these conversations live via Twitter spaces, be sure to follow us on Twitter and on Instagram. Look for our handles in the podcast description.
0: Thanks again. and we will see you again next time.